Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Klein Talk. First of all, since this is the second episode, I won't have to go through what this podcast is about. If you want to know what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be doing on this podcast, check out the first episode. I would like to address that first episode that I just mentioned, um, because a lot of people have listened to it. Over 150 people, uh, as of now, have listened to the first episode, which is amazing to me. I'm really happy with how many people have listened to um, my podcast. I'm, yeah, and I got so much great feedback. It was really amazing. So, first of all, I want to address some of the comments that were made the in the last, um, during the last episode. Uh, first of all, there were a lot of people that um, did ask me if I was pro-choice or pro-life, which is sort of my fault because I should have mentioned it during the last episode, but I chose not to. Not really sure why it was kind of stupid of me, but I'd like to get it out there. I am pro-choice. I do believe that abortions um, have their reasons sometimes, and um, it definitely should be up to the couple in um, specific circumstances. Uh, I realize that the way I looked at it last time could lead people to believe that I am pro-life, but I'm not. Um, I'm fully aware of... uh, yeah, of that fact that people could have been confused, but I'm pro-choice. And second of all, uh, less of the negative feedback, but more just people, there were so many people that said they enjoyed it and they were happy with it, which I think is really great because I wasn't really sure if I was going to pull this through and keep going, but I heard so many people that were happy with the podcast so I'm going to keep going. I'm going to try and pump these out every week, and hopefully they stay interesting. Now, for this episode, we're going to have a main topic, but that's going to come later. First, I'm going to call in a friend of mine to uh, tell you a bit about the news, because there's a lot of stuff that's been happening in the last few uh I guess, days, the last week, that I think is important, so we're going to have someone come in to tell you about this stuff. Hey guys, my name is Jake Trapper from Channel 26 News, and this is your news briefing. So, first of all, today a historic Brexit vote is meant to happen. There is a Canadian person that has been sentenced to death in China, and Article 13 is on the rise. This is Channel 26 News. First of all, the big Brexit vote is today. Theresa May has to make sure that her Brexit deal gets through, but many people think it won't. A lot of MPs are against it. This should happen in the next few hours. If you're listening to this podcast, um, it It probably already happens, but as of recording this, it hasn't yet. Next, a Canadian national has been sentenced to death in China. 
Um, this is for drug smuggling. He was originally sentenced to 15 years in prison for trying to smuggle 500 kilos of methamphetamine over from China to Australia. But this has recently... <coughs> sorry about that. This has recently been bumped up to uh, a death penalty. Of course, there is an appeal ongoing, and we will inform you as this goes on. Article 13, also known as the meme ban, is on the rise and is set to be voted upon again in eight days. And this is just the final wording, and many people assume that it will go through. So in the EU, it will be much harder to make memes now. So be careful on all of your social media platforms. If you are into making memes or looking at memes, it probably won't be as easy anymore afterwards. Now, the Australian Open is underway with the first, the first round going into its second day today with most people being quite happy with how it's coming out. It's very, most of the wins are expected, but one thing that's very unexpected is Murray. Andy Murray has dropped out. He lost in the first round after saying that this might be his last Grand Slam. He's been fighting injuries for a long time and he said he might retire. And speaking of Australia, the weather in Australia is supposed to be very extreme in the next few days. Um, people, the government has issued many warnings to the people living in New South Wales, where the um, temperatures are supposed to rise to up to um, 45 degrees Celsius, which is crazy. Um, people are have been told to stay inside and drink a lot of water. Um, speaking of extreme weather, there have been many avalanches all over Europe, especially in Austria and Switzerland. People are being told to not go skiing as the death toll is already in the hundreds of these avalanches all over Europe. Um, in another European country, Poland, a um, mayor has just been murdered, which is actually very sad. Um, because he was uh, he was well renowned in that city um, where he ruled. I'm gonna try and say this uh, correctly. Uh, Gdansk. Any Polish people that are listening can correct me. Um, his name was Pavel Adam. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try. Uh, you can look his name up uh, as you wish, and just a moment of silence for him. Alright, that was it for our moment of silence. The next big thing in the news is Kylie Jenner has lost her throne of the most liked Instagram post to an egg. An egg has now has over 30 million likes, which is more than the 18 million that Kylie Jenner has on her post with her newborn child. That was Jake Trapper for Channel 26 News. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Alright, hey guys, it's uh, Michael again. Uh, that was a very interesting selection of news that we had there. Uh, very weird stuff going on. But I'm not really up to the test to saying that any of that was unimportant. I think most of it was quite important. Now, we'll get to the 
most important part of this um, podcast, the main topic. The main topic of this podcast is uh, something a little weird, and especially what it is, is a little late, because um, it's about New Year's resolutions. Um, So I'm not sure if any of you guys made any New Year's resolutions and might be a little late to discuss them on January 15th, as many of them might have already expired. Uh, The gyms in the U.S. have seen a recent upsurge in people uh, joining to be part of the gym and work out, but this number is already starting to dip as people realize their mistake and stop uh, trying to work out. Now, I want to take a bit of time in this podcast to talk about why I think New Year's resolutions aren't the greatest thing that humanity has ever come up with. So the there are a few reasons why I think that um, New Year's resolutions are kind of stupid, and I'm going to detail them in uh, this section of the podcast. Now, first of all, I'd like to say that I'm a massive procrastinator. And this might not be true for everyone, but I feel like New Year's resolutions are terrible for procrastinators. And I think most people are quite procrastinating. I don't know that many people that like to get things done very fast. I don't think it's very human. Most of us are quite minimalist. So the problem with being a procrastinator and um, also wanting to make New Year's resolution is New Year's, New Year's resolutions is the lack of a plan. So um, if you don't have a plan, if you just say at the end of the year, I want to be healthier or at the or I want to work out more or anything like that, and you don't set yourself a plan, you'll just say, ah, it can wait, it can wait. That's something that's happened to me in the past few years. Um, Just I say, well, I want to go running more. And then I say, ah, this is the the second week of the year, and I have a lot of tests um, in school. Uh, I guess I won't run this week. Next week, it's the same thing. The week after that, it's I have a party to go to, and I have to, um, I have to go meet friends a bunch, and that's why I won't go running. And it's really, it really uh, seems like a terrible thing for people that are that are very procrastinating like me, where it, it's really just you sit there and say, ah, I don't, I don't really care. But I do care because I made a New Year's resolution. And then at the end of the year, which leads into the next problem, is you, you kind of hate yourself. At the end of the year, um, you uh, say, well, at the beginning of the year, I said, I should do this. I should do this. And I, I didn't do it. And then you uh, hate yourself and it makes you sad. And then you um, at the end of the year, of course, that's when a new year starts, you're going to make new resolutions that are like, oh, I got to fix this. I was terrible. And then you you say, I'm going to do it better. I'm going to actually do my New Year's resolutions. And then you don't. Then at the end of the year, the same thing happens again. So I would say that 
uh, New Year's resolutions sort of create a, a bit of self-hate the, the month around New Year's, so midway through December to midway through January, which isn't really great. Um, but also something that's wrong with New Year's resolutions uh, is just the concept of them saying, oh, I'm going to start January 1st, do something more, do something better. Um, it really doesn't make sense, does it? Why would the beginning of a year give anyone more motivation? It doesn't make any sense to me. The The fact that people think that um, at the beginning of the year, I'm magically going to get motivated to do more things, to be better at something. It makes no sense, does it? Like, I I sat there and said, well, I really should get into shape, but it's January 1st and I still I still just don't give a shit at all. Like, really. It doesn't matter to me. Um, as much as it didn't matter to me two days ago on the 30th of December, which is equally, it's, it's just a normal day, and why should two days later I actually, why should I actually care two days later? It doesn't make any sense. Also, same thing with, what about the 1st of August? No one thinks to start doing something at the 1st of August if they weren't going to, and if they weren't going to, why would the 1st of January actually motivate them to do anything? I don't get it. It's, it seems like a very weird, twisted concept. Also, um, another thing that I think is bad about New Year's resolutions is it really increases self-criticism. So you're sitting there at the end of the year and saying, what's terrible about me? And then you say, well, this is bad. Let me fix that. Then you try and fix that. You don't fix that because of the things that I mentioned already. And then at the end of the year, you hate it even more. So it leads into the self-hating thing, and it's sort of a spiral that you hate yourself a bunch uh, at the end of the year, which I think is kind of stupid. Why would you do that? I, although I do think self-hate does, does help sometimes, but in the context of New Year's resolutions, it's kind of stupid. Um... Also, people really set some unrealistic goals during New Year's resolutions because they're like, oh, uh, I see this person that looks great, is really happy, and what are they doing? Uh, oh, they, let's take the example of going to the gym again. They go to the gym every day. That must be what makes them happy. It's, uh, it makes them healthy, which makes them happy. They feel good. They, they eat well. And then you say, well, I want to be like that person. And when you do a new, uh, when these people do a New Year's resolution, they have way too high hopes of themselves. They say, well, I'm just going to change from one day to another. Y you can't. It's a process. You, um, you have to start out slow and get better. And when people make New Year's resolutions, they say, it's a new year. Boom. I'm... A new person, new year, new me, as many of the white girls I'm, that I know are listening would say. Um, it really isn't like that. You can't change instantly. That doesn't work. Um, 
especially not if you're trying to change yourself. You can change instantly if there's some sort of trauma or something, but that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is um, people trying to change themselves. Also, the fact that people feel like they have to start things on the 1st of January leads to even more procrastination. Like, you, you have a good idea in September. Say, well, I should study more for tests. I should, I don't know, something like that. And then you say, well, actually, since New Year's is around soon, why don't I just start then and have it as my New Year's resolutions? And as my New Year's resolution, because, of course, New Year, new me. To, yet again, not really the smartest choice. But, um, of course, if you actually pull through with it, props to you. Um, now that I've gotten a bit of a, my rant out of the way, I'm going to tell you about something I've recently done. Something I've been doing for about two weeks. Um, the, now I'm, I'm going to sound extremely hypocritical, and, and I am. Um, but since the 1st of January, I've been vegetarian. Now, you might wonder uh, why, because many people that know me would know, well, this boy loves to eat, and yes, I do. I love food, and I love myself, my bacon and my steaks and my ham not really grabbing vegetarian, but I love um, bacon, hamburgers, steak, chicken wings, and everything like that. But I've chosen to become vegetarian, not because of the animals, uh, because I'd like, I, come on, I really couldn't care less if the animals are tortured to give me good food. Just, it, I don't have to see it or anything. Um, like, if you... If you show me that, I might throw up, but I'll still eat the food. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with that. But um, I, I firmly stand by, I don't care what the animals feel like. Now, that might be a little cynical to you guys, but you guys think the same way too. It's okay. Um, now, of course, if you're vegan, I assume it is out of love for the animals, or if you're vegetarian as well. But I'd like to explain a much better motivation for having your new year's resolution be becoming vegetarian oh, oh, oh my god i'm such a hypocrite but that doesn't make my point invalid right yes it doesn't make my point invalid so shut up um i'm vegetarian because of the environment the cow production um really screws with our environment and as you can see with the really extreme weather that uh, your boy Jake Trapper from Channel uh, 26 News mentioned, um, the environment ain't doing too well. And I think that to have some sort of lasting impact on the environment, um, it would be great if many people went vegetarian because meat really, really screws up the environment with the CO2 and the methane emissions from the cows and also all this, all the grain and stuff that has to be mass produced for the animals. It's actually a bigger uh, CO2 emission sort of hive than automobiles, which I think is, it's a very sort of shocking fact that we should cut back more on eating meat than on driving cars. 
but that's the way it is, and that's why I chose to become vegetarian, because I'd rather be vegetarian than dead. And seeing as where the environment is going, we might be dead uh, in about 30 years because of the environment, and that wouldn't be too nice. Uh, <clears throat> on that lovely note, I'd like to end this week's podcast by, yet again, thanking Anchor for being my host. Uh, they're a great website. If you want to make a podcast, be sure to do it on their website. It's f- completely free, and it's great. I'm not being sponsored to say that. I just love them. And uh, one more thing is that I'd like to apologize for the short and chaotic episode that this is. I have a lot going on, so I couldn't put that as much time into writing as I could last time. That's also why it's a little bit shorter. I have a bunch of stuff to do. Um, I promise there will there will be a fully-fledged episode next week, and it's about a topic that I think will interest maybe a little more people. Um, something maybe a little controversial, not probably not as controversial as the first one, but... We'll see where this goes. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.